India Charts the truth about the markets India Charts publishes Nifty Daily daily video updates the weekly Elliott Wave outlook and the long shot report covering all asset classes This is not the first time or the last time that the markets are going to shake everyone up make them sit up in their chairs and think what the heck is going on this is the 21st of September 2021 looking at the recent market action it has everyone sitting up and thinking has the bubble burst has the has the crash really started and this question has been asked over and over again i've probably addressed it many times before each time looking at the pullback as part of a larger upward trend and coming up with a sense that this might be another extension inside the larger trend so does the most recent decline fit with that narrative once again there are a couple of things uh, that we have to talk about and think about every time this uh, narrative has to be reiterated one of them of course has to rotate around the dollar trade the reflation trade and that means what is the dollar really doing the other one is are we really in a larger degree bubble and then what is the technical picture really speaking because every time uh, we've seen pullbacks some of them have even broken trend lines like we did in the months of april and may the decline ends up being corrective in nature which means we can always mark either abc wxy in an elliot wave sense which always means that this is a correction inside a larger trend once we are able to assert that then we are able to say that the trend is likely to continue on the upside once this pullback is done and a lot of these pullbacks have been very very small meaning we've really not seen more than a 23 or 38% retracement at each stage and while we can hope for a larger degree pullback now that the nifty has doubled the rotation from one sector to the next and the next and the next during this period of time has helped this move go on and on so once again what we are looking at from the us indices perspective is first uh i must look back a bit at at what we really started to anticipate so we did anticipate that the dow had completed a five wave up move or the nasdaq had done a five wave up move and there could be some pullback and some pullback meant that fine you get a normal abc which sort of looked near completion last thursday friday so on friday i wrote a post on the dow saying abc is almost done we are in wave minor wave five of c now of course in five of c we were still falling on thursday and friday and little bit i don't think i anticipated that you would drop you know 500 600 points on monday which is what ended up happening meaning wave c of that abc decline and the dow simply extended but that should be coming close to an end as we reach the previous degrees fourth wave that is the previous degrees uh, runaway we'll try to put a update on that today so the dow i was trying to initially market as a series of impulse waves i might still do that because i was trying to do 1 2 1 2 but then we have a five wave structure from the low that we made uh, you know sometime last year in september october and then from the, and that entire move can be either the first of a third or it can be the third complete and we are looking at a fourth wave correction which usually goes back to the previous swing low and we are getting pretty close to that so the dow should be uh, even though it's done a slightly deeper correction it should be close to hitting a bottom that's still my sense i don't think this is an outright sell off and what are we basing this sell off on we're looking at something which happened in china i must say up front a lot of people ask me over the weekend what does this news really mean how will it impact things and i don't really track china 
does one company's uh, you know breakdown in china have to impact the rest of the world would there be a contagion effect now even as i don't i'm not a china analyst and i don't really directly speak to anyone on china i can say this much that india has an external debt to gdp which uh, might be not more than even it's less than 2% i think our external debt and if our external debt is that small and if india really has a default of some nature is it going to cause a contagion around the world now i'm giving an example of somebody has 2% debt external debt what about china how much do they really borrow from the rest of the world i think most people already know the answer to that it's negligible or actually maybe even zero and if that is true then why should it have a contagion on the rest of the world because contagion comes in different forms it can be a currency level contagion which looks almost near impossible if you don't have external debt yes some corporations may have global borrowings and so some banks can be financially impacted that's one possibility and so we can uh, you know more seriously think about that but apart from that you know a few banks having some exposure is it really something that you know would lead to you know one bank failure followed by a second and a third and a fourth that everybody from the IMF and the Fed will have to wake up tomorrow morning and solve this problem with a bailout or something of that nature so if that's not the case uh, then i think uh, this news was essentially the follow up to news flows that's always there during a correction right if we just look at the mid cap small cap correction in india a few weeks ago the correction started much before the news flow which is the stocks were already falling okay for a couple of weeks and then in the late stages of that move you had the bse announced that they were going to put some kind of curbs on trading limits for some of the smaller stocks and moment they did that the mid and small cap stocks were falling 3 4 5 6% on that particular day and in the next two days the panic was over and the markets were recovering and right now the mid and small cap indices have already surpassed those highs so that's what always happens news flow always comes at the late stages of the wave structure if you're a student of elite waves you know that sentiment plays on itself and if you're using those tools correctly which we very much teach in so much detail then you can achieve much higher than normal results that uh, you know people get you know which means much elevated or should i say high probability results and part of that means you'll be able to call the market turns uh, ahead of their happening and when you reach the final uh, you know exit point from a particular turn and a move which means if you started to call a correction and the correction is going on in late stages of a correction you always have news flow and that's what makes it so interesting it's the news flow that causes everybody to go into a panic start buying puts start hedging themselves and that will then end up showing up in a rise in the vix and in volatility premiums that you're really willing to pay you know so you're willing to pay a higher premium to hedge yourself and that's what causes the vix to spike and that fear that extreme fear is what causes market bottoms as well the same would happen on the way up sometimes you can spot price increases Uh, at the time the price move actually will start you don't really have news flow news flow always comes at a later date and once the news flow comes it gets discounted and then prices stop out and roll over this is a typical behavior of markets over and over again there can be few variations to it but you can say 80% of the time this is what you see and so when you end up getting news flow you need to think about where did it really come in the structure and so if the nasdaq or the dow were falling for the last 2 to 3 weeks and suddenly you got news flow that causes it to fall more than you really thought of is it the start of a larger decline or is it the mark of a bottom and that's a very very important 
learning or lesson for most traders to take in sure there can be a larger decline or reversal but we'll call that reversal on an elliot wave sense or on a technical sense when it breaks larger levels when you've completed a five wave advance so you break the longer term moving averages something of that nature which gives you a sense that a reversal has happened if it's an elliot wave structure then you'll probably be able to anticipate it in advance which also means that when you're in the fifth wave of a topping process you will find extreme sentiment data on the bullish side as well but if you haven't reached that point and you're seeing a correction then you're probably looking at what is called a knee jerk reaction or a correction inside a bullish trend so two weeks back i think the last podcast i made i also spoke about a knee jerk reaction then if we didn't drop more than i think even a percent at that point of time and uh, but we did get some pullback but not enough to really cool off the high rsi readings which were still in the uh, late 70s now we'd hit almost 85 to 88 Uh, the readings between 85 and 88 are very rare because we've only had some three all the way back to the year 2008 and if that is true then uh, those don't mark the final tops but they do mark points where you get a knee jerk reaction and then prices do continue higher you get a negative divergence and then you get an actual trend reversal we haven't really reached the point where you have negative divergences yet but we did reach the point where you had a very high reading so a knee jerk reaction was due but i didn't call it till we reached a completed five wave structure inside what i'm calling the third wave of this rally so far unless you know some important levels break and uh, only when that happened uh, i think in last week's note i'd also drawn a parallel channel extending all the way to 17800 so while our initial target was 17620 we had that open level in mind which ended up coming on friday's gap up you know you just hit 17800 and then we sold off from there now uh, from the original level nija reaction to 300 points from 17600 would have been exactly where we were yesterday we went a little higher and sold off so it may end up looking like a 500 point drop when in actuality it's you know from a closing basis it's only been that uh, that amount so let's say we got a 3% uh, drop down and i got what i wanted which is the rsi drops below 17 now it's around 69 something on the close and that now creates a lot of room for you to advance so even if the rsi doesn't go back to where it was last week you can have a good rally in the nifty once it bottoms out the question is has it already bottomed out yesterday or do we really have some more panic left i think i'll leave today for additional panic to happen in the worst case scenario maybe look at the previous swing low which is where sometimes you end up getting support just like i spoke about the dow hitting the fourth wave of previous degree in the nifty that level would be around 17254 where we bottomed and rallied from uh, you know uh, more than a week ago and so if that's the level to watch out for we'll watch today whether you get a knee jerk reaction extension to the down- downside or whether you've sort of done and dusted for the day but i'll give it the rest of the day leave it till the evening let the market do what it wants to do and uh, probably move on from there but does that mean that the worst is over on a sector basis so there's always going to be sector rotation on thursday uh you know after uh, you know this is the second time i've sort of stepped back from the metals trade uh, i did that once i think a month back when i wrote the long shot report when i said i don't know in that time also the reason was the dollar was spiking you know so the dollar spiked it looked like a counter trend move it ended abruptly within days of uh, this happening and it was around the same time just a week before expiration so it's funny that these dollar spikes are coming exactly at the time when you are near expiry when options trades and have to go into delivery settlement and close out and you get this extra panic which causes a little more knee jerk reaction of course last month's knee jerk reaction was not as sharp as the one we've seen in the last two days 
with that said it was a knee jerk reaction we got a pullback the dollar spike went away but once again in the last couple of days we are faced with a knee jerk reaction and now that it is here it's also related with the dollar the dollar is spiking again will it surpass the high that we made last month it's an open ended question because sometimes in the last wave the last wave can truncate which means it will either end at 60 to 80% retracement it can do a double top or in the best case scenario it can actually go to the trend line of the previous highs which extends as far as 9460 or 9470 so we don't know and that's the second time i'm saying this after a month uh, that i don't know whether it will spike that far or not but once it's complete what i do know is that each of these counter trend moves uh, that is each of these rallies are actually counter trend moves they are they are bounce back that appear corrective from an elliot wave sense and that means that my larger view that the dollar bear market is intact remains in place and whatever we are seeing right now therefore in in either in base metal prices or in metal stocks is just a correction and so that led me to think about the metal rally on thursday because it had completed a five wave structure uh, with a mild extension so when you get an extension it went from 5 to 9 legs and at 9 legs also you complete an impulse and that's was sort of possibly complete on the on thursday's closing and at that point of time i uh, wrote the note that you would probably get a correction and that's been one of the sharpest corrections we've seen in the metal stocks in the last two days in fact the funny thing about the recent metal rally was you didn't get widespread participation from many of these stocks so if you saw most of the outperformance was by tisco or indalco but you didn't get performance from you know the others like uh, steel authority and mdc and so on and some of it might have to do with you know nalco and indalco outperforming because aluminium prices rallied much harder this time compared to copper so copper was the leader last year but this time around aluminium ended up being the leader and these couple of stocks ended up outperforming but the lack of a broad based movement that something could still go wrong and that's what i was watching out for and moment i saw this wave ending that was the first sign it was not the dollar uh, while the dollar was bouncing i was not too scared of it but uh, that it continued to shoot higher yesterday has put me on a back foot on the overall trade for the time being uh, that doesn't mean long term change but short term definitely become open to the possibility that you get a slightly deeper cut in metals irrespective of what the nifty is doing because we've seen the metal stocks uh, outperform the nifty when it was correcting in the months of you know april and may and you can always have the opposite where you know the nifty is uh, you know taken up with leadership from other stocks which we are seeing right now either reliance which was not performing for more than a year has been you know adding points to the to the index we also seen that happen in fmcg stocks like lever and itc suddenly pick up which were not performing for several months and so we have a leadership change happening uh, in the index for the time being which allows other sectors to do their consolidation and correction so i think that's what the metals are getting time to do we saw something similar happen in pharma which was the first stock uh, you know sectors to actually bottom out ahead of the pandemic uh, that is the pandemic bottom uh, somewhere late in march of uh, 2020 before the nifty bottom the pharma stocks bottomed and turned around and they've been through a rough patch recently even though the index doesn't reflect it because you know sun pharma jumped big on one day but many of the pharma stocks have gone through a deep cut uh, other than that and so it's probably time that correction is over and they start participating again on the upside but what i'm trying to say is you've had rotation out of pharma you've had rotation uh, slowly or causing a consolidation in the metal sector or a deeper correction in some of the metal stocks 
and uh, eventually those will change and then again leadership changes will happen somewhere down the road so those are the things that we continue to watch out for and as long as you have rotation from sector to sector expecting or anticipating a deeper cut in the indices beforehand is going to be very very difficult so that is a view that you don't want to take uh, you really want to see it develop that is once we get what we call a five wave decline in the market then we'll probably say okay a larger decline phase has started but as long as every fall ends up looking corrective in nature which is either abc wxy or something like that then we'll try to anticipate that is it is just a knee jerk reaction within a larger upward trend and the upward trend is likely to eventually continue and i think that's the stance that i continue to take uh, you know as i look at all the uh, market action over the last two days a lot of the panic that has happened uh, in related to china in the us europe and other parts of the world so what i have to do at times is you know and ask everyone to think about is clearly differentiate between how they are acting between trading and investing because uh, both can have a very very different impact and require a different approach sometimes your trading activity which can be leveraged can have a psychological impact on your investment as well which means that if you hit a trading drawdown you start worrying about everything falling apart on the investment side as well being able to take a departed view on both parts of uh, you know what you do is pretty important a good way to do it is always have an allocation an investment allocation which you watch on slightly higher time frame charts if you're a chartist or somebody who looks at price action look at weekly and monthly charts and try to hold on to some longer term investments simultaneously while you allocate towards your trading even when you make investment gains it's all i mean trading gains it's always good to move some of those gains into your investment side which also provides you a buffer when you go through a drawdown these are very very simple things that i highlight to everyone when we have a mentorship sessions as well uh, parts of you know the overall position sizing risk management strategies that you need to keep in mind so that you can move ahead correctly so all of last week was essentially a time where you reached where you had to really manage trades you had to think about whether the nifty could you know go through a corrective period and if you're you know holding on to uh, trades especially if it's it's on the option side then they definitely need much more attention than than on the future side sometimes future trades can be held positionally a little longer and expiration doesn't matter so much because you can really roll over an ongoing trend but when it comes to options then you really have to worry about the time aspect as well which therefore becomes important if you are ending up getting this kind of a correction so this was a good time to really take uh, you know uh, some profits off the table on the index on the metal side but it doesn't change the bigger trend which means we still need to look at entry points uh, for all of that all over again and that's that's what we're going to be working on and doing over the next couple of days as we go through this uh, pre expiration week and when we hit october once again it's going to be result season and we'll have to deal with you know the earnings season volatility that always comes along with that which means some companies providing better than expected earnings and still selling off and others providing weak earnings maybe dipping and then jumping back and so on and so forth and some of them overshooting on outperformance and so all of that is something that uh, we have to deal with but uh, when it's again it comes to trading uh, getting light ahead of result announcements is always useful because you really don't know which way stocks are going to knock off irrespective of whether the results are good or bad you know so there's always the risk that uh, you know there's an old saying it's called buy on profit and sell on news uh, that is uh, you know buy on expectation and sell on news so 
when you have expectations that you know something's going to happen and then it happens then news is probably a good reason to book out and that very old saying becomes handy uh, when you start trading the result season but of course you can also put that in an Elliott wave perspective if you know where you are in the structure and if you have a particular expectation from the structure then you can actually anticipate uh, and you know know how prices will behave post the results uh, but that's always a risky task don't always do it unless you're very very sure and you also have some handle on what the numbers are likely to be so that's all uh, in this update from me on this day where we've just been through one wild round of global panic but uh, as i've said we have things to monitor we are still looking at corrective declines and unless we really have an impulsive sell-off in the market every pullback continues to be a pullback in a larger bullish trend that might still not be over the dollar may have its final spike before it rolls over and so that might have or might end up presenting its own opportunities for the market in the weeks ahead so stay tuned for that and that's all from me today thank you nothing in this podcast is investment advice views on financial markets are in good faith to expand your understanding of how markets work please consult a registered financial advisor for the same and yes please share this podcast with everyone you think can benefit from this knowledge